Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for this episode, we are doing a uh, a new episode. This is going to be our instant take and thoughts on 2018's Black Panther. Uh, I am your host, Peter, and joining me is my son, Phoenix. Yeah, so welcome back, Phoenix. It's been a while since you've been on the show. Yeah, long, long, long time. Two years. It, uh, I think, no, I, no, yeah, I think you were on here a lot uh more more recently than that um but yeah we're just gonna kind of give our uh, non-spoiler thoughts uh before playing a little trailer so that way for those that have not yet seen it that gives you guys a chance to pause the episode watch the movie and then come back to hear what we had to say in the spoiler section we're not going to get too um far in depth in, into the movie we're just going to really talk about the things that we liked but um Starting uh, with uh, just you know a little bit of the uh, the cast here. Uh, this movie is directed by Ryan Coogler, uh, who has done um, you know some of my favorite movies, uh, Fruitvale Station. He did Creed, um, and now Black Panther. And uh, all movies has starred uh, Michael B. Jordan. This has Chadwick Boseman uh, playing our lead, Black Panther, who's also uh, goes by T'Challa. Uh, we got Michael B. Jordan, who plays Eric Stevens, a.k.a. Killmonger. Uh, that's actually his code name in this movie. Um, it is a character from the comics. Lupita Nyong'o, uh, one of my favorite actresses here, she plays uh, Nakia, who is uh, T'Challa's ex-girlfriend. Uh, Denai Guerrera, um, who we know from uh, The Walking Dead, she plays, was it Okoye? Oh, yeah, it sounds like Okoye. Yeah, it, we're clearly going to butcher some of these names. Um, but I don't know, maybe we just call her Michonne. Uh, uh, but yeah, she is in here playing a general uh, to T'Challa's uh, army. Uh, so that's uh, amazing there that he's got a, a woman uh, general. Um, Martin Freeman plays Everett Ross, who is a uh, CIA agent. Daniel Kaluuya from uh, Get Out, uh, he plays Wakabi. He's one of T'Challa, uh, T'Challa's best friends. And uh, who, who else we want to throw in here? We can throw in uh, Andy Serkis in human form. He plays Claw. Uh, and Forrest Whitaker, who's kind of like the uh, Marvel's Obi-Wan Kenobi, I guess is what Coogler called him. Uh, who, he plays Zuri in this movie. Anybody else I'm missing you think I should mention? Uh, we also have Angela Bassett as T'Challa's mother. Um, she was in American Horror Story. Yeah, amongst other things. And the funny thing is she was also in uh, Green Lantern, which uh, you know nobody remembers that movie, uh, and rightfully so. But uh, actually, you know, I want to throw a little shout out to uh, one of my favorite uh, characters in this movie is um, Shuri, Letitia Wright, uh, who plays her, who is T'Challa's uh, little sister, which I guess in the movie, um, is, I guess she's supposed to be like a teenager, but I thought she was older than that. But um, I loved her here in this movie. For those that, you know, are familiar with the Bond movies, she's kind of like Q, you know, but, uh, you know, the little sister to T'Challa. To, to so um, I guess, you know, just jumping right into it uh, without giving any specifics, uh, Phoenix, uh, what was your maybe expectations going into this movie? I didn't have too high of expectations just because of uh, how much hysteria people have been going over and how much, you know, people have been building up the movie. So I didn't want to go in with uh, expectations that it's going to be quote unquote Marvel's best movie. 
I have a lot of other podcasting friends、um, that、uh, I want to give a shout out to, like the LRP, the Liquor Run Podcast, uh, uh, one of which is my co host over at We Got Five.、Um, I think we did a, like a rating of the Marvel. Uh, movies, you know, like a few months ago. And I think it was John, who's Devin's cousin. He、uh, wrote in with his list. And at number one, he had Black Panther. And so I thought it was funny because it hadn't even been out yet. So obviously, a lot of anticipation for this movie.、Um, I didn't come in high hopes as well. I wanted I wanted it to be one of the,、uh, the, the better Marvel movies for sure,、uh, just because this is a world that we're not familiar with and a character that、um, had been introduced later in the films as Well,、uh, Black Panther is、uh, the 18th Marvel movie, and you know, I think、um, uh, T'Challa he was just introduced in Civil War, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so that so I wanted something,、um, you know, like I, I, I needed a fresh breath of air because everything was just kind of like all right, just going through the phases, and there was really nothing new. And I got that. I think this was definitely、uh, a fresh breath air. It was a, uh, it was uh, visually stunning. You know,、um, it wasn't like sensory overload, like. Like、uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which I thought that was just way too many effects. Big, big color pop. Yeah, it was just, it was way too much. And I think this was, it had a great mix of special effects and, you know, a sense of realism too, where you don't, I don't know. I guess, th- I mean, there's some things that are is clearly comic booky, but I felt like this was just not sensory overload. I already used that term, but I had a lot of fun. You know, I,、uh, I'm g o n n a you know, I'm going to throw you a little bit under the bus here, but、uh, where do you think this ranks in Marvel movies? Because you recently did a binge. You, you went back and watched、uh, all of these movies in preparation for Black Panther. Yeah, I would. Honestly, I think Civil War is probably my favorite Marvel movie. Just seeing all the heroes interact with each other. I mean, I haven't seen Infinity War yet, so I can't say that yet. But I would say this is probably like,、um, if, if it was a one out of five, I'd, I'd probably go like four of、um, like where I ring some Marvel movies. Because if it's out of 18, I, I don't know, I can't do the math, but like at the top of my head, but it'd be like. Top five? Yeah, top five. Top five.、Um, Outside of three? Probably four. Probably okay. Four. okay. Fourth out of 18. Yeah. That's, that's fair. And I, and I can see that. And for those that don't know,、um, you know,、uh, my son here, he, you know, we started this podcast as a, as a father and son podcast. And I think、uh, the first superhero movie we actually covered on the show was,、uh, I feel, Winter Soldier. Oh, man. I don't know. Winter Soldier was 2014. When did we start? 2013? No, it was 2014. 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been a few years. But anyway,、uh, he is 17 years old. And I can see why Civil War would be up there for you. You know, you got the new Peter Parker in there, you know, so it was、mm-hmm. nice to see like Spider Man integrated into the universe,、uh, the MCU.、Uh, for me,、uh, my favorite was Winter Soldier, you know, just because like it was more grounded.、Uh, it was more like spy, espionage. It was, it was a different feel in a different direction for Captain America.、Um, this. This is definitely、uh, one of the best ones. I, I feel like I need to watch it at least another time to give its fair due before I say that it's the best Marvel movie out there. But I'm not going to say that it's not the best Marvel movie out there because it could、uh, potentially be. I need to give it another fair watch. You know, but I did love this movie.、Uh, I definitely, you know, I, I think people are already going to do it. I think,、um, you know, we're recording this on a Friday, which is, you know, obviously the day after we watched it. And I think the numbers already came out and it's already got 72 million worldwide.、Um, 
But uh, Phoenix, I, I think you agree. You know, go watch this in the theater. Yeah, definitely go watch this in the theater. It's an experience that you wouldn't want to miss because if you watch it at home, I'm not sure if you'd feel the same way that you feel when you hear the uh, fanfares of all the themes and music of this movie. Yeah, the the soundtrack is amazing. You know, it came out uh, last week. Uh, you know, I had it on a repeat for a couple days. Uh, I I love that soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack, and it um it went well with the movie. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else before we uh, take a break here and get into uh, some of the things that we really liked about the movie. Um, I I did like you know the the villain. You know, you got kind of a one A one B villain in this movie. You got uh, Killmonger, you know, played by Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. and then you also got Claw. Um, I liked them both. I thought they were both great. Um, I thought this had a great cast. I think. I think everybody was written well, and not only that, the the movie was written well. I didn't think any of the characters were very, you know, one note or anything like that. I, I felt like these are very fleshed out characters. So um, definitely, definitely one of the better Marvel movies, uh, in my opinion. I, I think the numbers uh, speak for themselves. Uh, Phoenix, do you got anything else before we uh, kind of get into the movie? Uh, nope, I don't. Let's uh, get right into it. Okay, and before we do that, uh, there are two. Um, well, there's a mid credit scene and then the end credits. Uh, you know, as Marvel does. So there's no secret there. But in case anybody was wondering, stay until the very end. There are two scenes. So um, at this point, we will go ahead and take a break, and that will give you guys the chance to pause the episode and come back after you've seen the movie. King. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Why are you taking with you to Korea? Oh, Korea. And Nakia as well. You sure it's a good idea to take your ex on a mission? Yes. We'll be fine. Don't freeze. I never freeze. Tell me who and we're back all right so at this point we'll kind of um you know talk about some of the things that we uh, really liked and you know, obviously, we're going to be um, uh, speaking specifics, so you know there are potentially spoilers. Um, which, yeah, obviously, uh, I, I kind of want to just start off with the villains real quick. Uh, starting with Claw, uh, this is Andy Serkis in human form. I thought he was amazing in this. Um, I, I don't think I've seen like a poor Andy Serkis uh, performance. You know, we, we all know him for um, mocap, really. But what I like about his character of Claw. He's not some super brainy guy. He's just this, he's just a bad guy. And that's, that's all it is. You know, he's not sitting there, um, monologuing, you know, his plans or anything like that. Uh, and he was just, he, he was just great to watch on screen. Yeah. He's just, he's just a guy trying to make money. And, uh, it was really entertaining to watch him because you don't normally see Andy Circus like in human form. Um, he's, yeah, he, he was just silly, just silly to watch. He he's a lot of fun, you know, and he's having fun, and you can see it. And every scene with him, he's trying to 
he he's just he's silly you know he's silly in not a bad way he's not cheesy or anything like that uh, at one point he was um, being interrogated and he was like I, I forgot the song already but it was definitely like an 80s pop song that he was singing i think it was don't go breaking my heart Mm, yeah, I I forgot already, but it was it got a lot of laughs in the theater. Uh, I thought it was funny, but uh, Andy Serkis was great. Michael B. Jordan, I loved his uh, his character. He's like a you know like a black ops guy. He is Wakandan, uh, I, I think. I think that's right, Wakandan. Yeah, Wakandan. yeah, yeah. So he um, is uh, he his father was ki- okay. So he is cousins with uh, T'Challa, right? Mm, yes, and. So we saw like uh, early on, you know, it takes place in Oakland. So shout out to Oakland. Uh, Ryan Coogler is from there. Uh, Fruitvale Station was filmed there. And also Portland Trailblazer great uh, Damian Lillard is also from Oakland. But we see that um, T'Challa's uh, uncle uh, betrayed his own people. And so his father had to kill uh, his uncle, you know, and that leaves... Uh, little uh, Eric Stevens, who's Killmonger, you know, um, to kind of grow up without uh, family, and so he has kind of, kind of kept that in mind as he's, you know, uh, grown up over the years to kind of get not revenge but vengeance, I guess. Yeah, more vengeance. It was more like, uh, I mean, he didn't necessarily have to kill him because of, uh, you know, stealing vibranium. He, uh, he killed him because his his brother pulled out a gun to k- kill the other guy. Yeah, so um, you know they were saving Forrest Whitaker's character, at least you know the young version of him. Um, but I do like how everybody's got some sort of motivation. You know, everybody has a purpose uh, in this movie, and so um, I, I do really like that. What do you think of Killmonger's look? You know, from the hair and to like all his um, like the scars. the yeah the scars for like uh, each each bump is for like a uh, a person that he's killed. I loved it. I love the way his hair was too. Like especially, I just I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I was just staring at his hair in some scenes because I just it just it just fit him very well. I think they did really good with his uh, character development and the way he um, appeared, you know, in the movies. And I like how the MCU is really fleshing out their um, their villains. You know, instead of having like the abomination back in the Hulk movie, where it's just some random soldier. Um, it's good that they give them backstory and everything, especially like uh, in, with Zemo back in Civil War. Um, you know, it's just he's just a regular guy with with a plan. Yeah, with this movie, um, I like uh, his look. When we first see him, he's in a museum. He's wearing like joggers, you know, some baggy joggers. He's got this denim jacket, and yeah, I agree. Same. Yeah, I I love the hair. Um, is just uh, it, it's a good look of Michael B. Jordan, and not only that, Mike, Michael B. Jordan is bigger than Chadwick Boseman, so yeah. you got this really imposing uh, threat, right? As as a bad guy, and when you see them on screen together without their shirts, you're like, Chad Chadwick Boseman is gonna get his ass kicked. You know, that's just an imposing guy. So it's a great villain. Um, what do you think about uh, some of our uh, female characters here? We got obviously uh, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, we got Denia Guerrera, um, and also uh, Letitia. I forgot her last name already. Again, she played um, T'Challa's sister. Yeah, they were great actors. I loved watching them. Like anytime they would go across the screen, I just get excited because I knew they were going to do something awesome. They had some really um, good, uh, funny lines in there, mm-hmm. and I love uh, Shuri and uh, T'Challa's. You know, uh, relationship. You know, they are brother and sister, and they act like actual brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they really made the chemistry pretty, uh, 
good. <laughs> Can't they have good chemistry? Yeah, they have good chemistry. <laughs> um, do Do you have any particular scenes that you liked uh, uh, with them too? Yeah, um, there's this particular scene um, when Zuri is there, is that her name? Sure, Shuri, Shuri. I, I don't have the name in front of me, but she she was showing uh, T'Challa around her little uh, laboratory, showing him all the new gadgets and everything, which reminded me a lot of uh, Mission Impossible, uh, all the Bond movies, and Austin um, Powers, yeah, Austin, yeah, Austin Powers, and uh, it was just great because she would be quoting vines and just like making fun of T'Challa like a sister would. I I love that scene too, and at one point, you know, she's showing him around, and she's like. What is this? And then they zoom in, and he's wearing like um like some royalty flip flops, you know. And she's like, "What calling- those?" <laughs> yeah, and she's just basically saying like he's wearing sandals in her lab. Uh, so I thought that was a great play. Uh, there was another moment that I really enjoyed was when um T'Challa was, you know, they had that ceremony where you know any member of royalty can challenge T'Challa, you know, to become king. And his sister raises her hand and basically she was just like, yeah, this corset is really uncomfortable. So, so please let's hurry up. So she had some, some really great moments as well. Um, I, uh, even enjoyed her, um, doing like the, the, uh, literally ghost riding, you know, ghost ride the whip. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, driving in that car. Yeah. So that was a great scene in itself. So you got a, a car chase. I thought that was pretty good. Did you like the stuff in, uh, South Korea? Yeah. It was really interesting to see, uh, Black Panther over in South Korea. I don't know. Just not. I don't know where I'm going with the sentence. Just well, it's a different environment. We're we're not used to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, seeing North Korea was, or sorry, South Korea. <laughs> seeing Korea was. Just yeah. a little, just North, a North Korea would be a different movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was interesting to see them get out of the continent. I definitely wasn't expecting them to be in a different country. Yeah, that was the other thing. Uh, very little time is spent in the U.S. Most of the U.S. stuff were like flashbacks, uh, and which, um, by the way. I think aside from the flashbacks, uh, this this could have been um, like a standalone non-Marvel property and it still would have been very enjoyable. Yeah, if they didn't have any super suits or anything like that, it was a very good political film as well as um, speaking to the Black Lives Matter movement type deal. Um, it was just really good back, back tone. Uh, undertone. Undertone, yeah. yeah. Backstory, undertone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I just really liked how... There were no ties that, you know, there was no reminder, hey, you know, we're part of the MCU. You know, like, there was none of that. This is just straight up Black Panther's movie. You know, like, um, again, like, e- even that CIA agent, I forgot that. I kept on forgetting he was just CIA. I kept on thinking he was, like, a, an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, they really they did a really good job with that. Um, it was... I, I kept thinking that they were going to cram in some superhero in there, like uh, like an Ant-Man when they stuck in the Falcon. I thought they were going to like give a little shout-out to superheroes. But, I mean, like as far, the farthest they go is having Everett Ross in there and throwing a little mention out to Winter Soldier when T'Challa brings Everett in to uh, heal him up. She goes, oh, great, another broken white boy we can fix. And it's, it was just really... It's yeah, really great. Yeah, and that's uh, you know, there's, so there's a callback, you know, at the end where you know there's that line, oh, another white boy, and so one of the end credits is we see Sebastian Stan, uh, who plays Winter Soldier. He is in Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, it's great because you could see he's more um, peaceful. I mean, I, not that he's peaceful. It shows that he's not cry frozen, cry and cry. You show, you see that he's not frozen anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and also he doesn't seem. Did well, I, I forgot what his um, state of mind was when we last saw him? I mean, it was. It seemed stable. It was just that he didn't know if he would go back into the Winter Soldier again. 
Uh, I'm not sure why he went under ice. I guess it's just that he doesn't flip out. But it's not like he was flashing out on cap or anything like that. Okay. Um, what else you want to talk about? Uh, I really did enjoy the the fight between Killmonger and Black Panther at the end. Uh, you know when they're both wearing their own respective suits, and um, it kind of reminded me of Tron a little bit. You know, just because of the colors, you know, okay. uh, that that looked really good. And I uh, especially like how the updated suit. What it does is uh, it absorbs like that kinetic energy, and so you know, there's like um, there's that going on too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I thought I thought it was a little much to give uh, Killmonger like the same exact suit type uh, that T'Challa had, but I guess it would make sense that um, they 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 both need matching suits, so they it would be a fair fight. I wonder if um you know the decision to make him glow like orange or whatever or yellow is because Killmonger is also um wasn't he supposed to be like like some kind of leopard in the comics? Oh yeah, the uh, golden jaguar. Yeah. See, so I, I think that's kind of cool how they they make the colors distinguishable, so we kind of know like okay, you know, purple. You know, w- w- uh, the T'Challa and his tribe are like kind of like purple and black mm-hmm. and we see that too there's a i think there's five different tribes and they all have like specific colors to them yeah there's blue uh green mm-hmm. there's there's another black one but i mean obviously t'challa's is like the primary black um yeah blue green black i kind of forgot all the colors but yellow red, red i feel maybe red. And, then, and then there's the apes oh the ape guys Oh, um, the ones that didn't want to unite uh, originally, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was good too, and th- I think that was already foreshadowed. You know, when T'Challa is uh, challenged the very first time, and he shows the the other guy mercy. I, f- I forgot his name. Baka- no, Wakabi's his friend. It's like Baku. No, no. B- 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 uh, oh gosh, I don't know. There's so many different names. Yeah, um, apologies, him. just because. We we didn't get to learn them all. Mbaku, Mbaku. I'm I'm just gonna slow. Mbaku. Okay. M apostrophe capital B A K. But yeah, he comes back and you know they his tribe saves T'Challa because they they kind of owe him one in a sense. Um, another added element. Uh, and before I get to that, real quick, uh, the, the, what I like about this is it wasn't like a sure thing of T'Challa just becoming king. And there's things that get in the way. I like how Killmonger becomes king too. Yeah. You know, so there's there's that and also um so this is where I was going with this. I loved how Wakabi, that's one of my favorite names, you know, the uh, Daniel Kaluuya's uh, uh character, he's best friends with T'Challa and uh T'Challa says that hey, I'll bring Claw to justice. I'm going to bring him back and he doesn't. He fails his mission, loses that loyalty with Wakabi who then um you know, backs up Killmonger. You know, because he comes back to Wakanda. I was like, hey, I brought Claw for you guys. You know, now I'm going to challenge T'Challa because I am, you know, of royalty too. That's my cousin. And so I love all of that. You know, it's a great conflict to have. And so I just love how this wasn't like a um, necessarily an origin story. You know, it's about him going through the struggles of trying to become king, you know, and all these things getting in the way of it. Yeah. So it was like a coming of king story within a story of him already being king. So it was great that Marvel did that instead of going all the way back and like showing how he like trained probably like Thor, like how the first Thor movie showed how Thor almost became king, but wasn't. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not so sure. I want to give Marvel that credit. I want to give credit to uh, Ryan Coogler. Like, I feel like he, um, you know, they gave him like a lot of wiggle room to do a lot of the stuff. I mean, uh, just everything. Everything looks amazing. I mean, I, I think the more uh, I talk about this movie, the more I want to say it is my favorite Marvel movie. Um, just great fight scenes. Uh, the, I, I did read a little bit of tidbit how like the, a lot of the fight scenes were kind of uh, choreographed to. Uh, emulate like African martial arts, mm. and uh, there's the, matter of fact, there's a point where T'Challa is. I, I think it's his first challenge where he's fighting, and some of his movements looked very similar to that of uh, African American character from Bloodsport, uh, which is one of my you know, favorite movies that uh, soon come. Um, but yeah, very very uh, similar to that. Uh, anything else you want to? kind of talk about i mean we both uh really enjoy this movie and it's just it's just a must see there's just so much to to talk about and this is just really our you know um basic thoughts on the movie yeah it it really was one of marvel's like best movies it wasn't oversaturated with effects it wasn't there wasn't too many uh joke lines as there was in age of ultron um it was a great backstory uh villains weren't weak Thankfully, they had great motive, great plans. Um, it was practical. It was a very good movie. Yeah, um, pacing was great. It's a little. Uh, it's a. It's like two and a quarter, in, in my opinion. It's slightly a little long. Uh, I, I felt like it could have been a tight two hours and still been just as great. Uh, and that's really my only criticism of the movie that it's a, it's a little long. But um, you know, this is Black Panther's first movie. Uh, it it was great, and I I think if I can uh, sum it up all in one word, I think this movie is very balanced uh, in everything. You know, the writing, the characters, the music, the visuals, the jokes, everything is just well balanced. There's not too much of one thing, you know, or too less of something. Um, a lot of great uh, strong uh, woman characters uh, in, in this movie. You know, we had two good villains, you know, and one didn't really quite outshine the other because they were different enough, mm. you know, and, and I liked that. Uh, I was a little disappointed, though, when one died. Yeah, and you you told me earlier that you think that he may come back, that maybe it was a ruse. Yeah, okay, so are we in, are we in the spoiler section right now? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, obviously, okay, so Killmonger shoots Claw, and it was just kind of a... Uh, it was, it was a cutaway scene, so you know the the two of them are talking. Um, one's uh, Claw's already uh, injured, Claw's already injured, and you see Killmonger just shoot him, and uh, it cuts away, and immediately like, oh, the next time you see Claw, he's in a body bag. So you, I'm not for certain if he's dead. I mean, I'm not convinced, but then again, uh, Michael B. Jordan Killmonger already like he shot his girlfriend like to get to Claw, so I'm assuming that Claw would be dead. Okay, that's that's interesting that you mentioned that. So, uh, yeah, that um, uh, that's all I got. I, I definitely want to urge people to go see it. Uh, I I feel like I am going to watch it again in the theater. So we'll definitely see. Uh, if anyone wants to uh, get a hold of uh, me, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Podstalgic. You can find uh, my content and any of the other shows that I do on CortePars.com. Um, and yeah, check out my back catalog. If you're a newer listener, I mainly do uh, retro reviews. Um, we've done some new releases as well. I, I mentioned Get Out earlier with Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, I did that movie last year, uh, Stephen King's It. So uh, I think there's something for everyone. Uh, definitely check out the back catalog. So I want to thank everyone for uh, giving us a listen, and I'll see you guys next time. We are Podstagic. <laughs> Miss me with that bullshit. Bullshit. Oh,
that look. MVP, I don't get no sleep, no, I don't like that look. Bust that open, I want that ocean, yeah, that bite back look. Do it bite back look. Need two life jack look. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna pressure, never control you. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.